0: Welcome into Bills Tonight Digital. The Bills put the hurt on the Houston Texans 40 to nothing, their second shutout victory of the season. It is just week four, and this defense is off to a super hot start. They've just allowed 44 points this season. It's the second fewest in team history through the first four games. We're going to get into all of this. Maddie Glab here with Bills insider Chris Brown and Chris. Thoughts on this game?
1: Well, I think we knew it was going to be a lopsided affair. Even the oddsmakers said as much. But Davis Mills, through the first start and a half of his career, looked pretty poised for a rookie quarterback. That was not the case today. David Cully already said in his postgame press conference that it wasn't just Davis Mills. Nobody played well. Our entire offense didn't play well, and the numbers will bear that out.
0: Yeah, only 109 total yards of offense at the half. They just had four total yards, negative 23 passing yards, so not the best day for the Houston Texans on offense. Well, let's relive some of these wonderful highlights from the (laughs) Bills' side of things. Might as well get it going with a little defensive highlight. Davis Mills steps back to throw, but Tremaine Edmonds is there for the interception. Chris Brown called this, guys.
1: Yeah, well, I thought he was overdue, and he was. And that leads to this, the double clutch pump by Josh Allen to the slant and then finds a wide-open Dawson Knox on the backside of the play. 25-yard touchdown, the longest in his career.
0: All right, fourth drive of the second quarter. Josh Allen escapes the pocket. He finds Stephon Diggs for a pretty great 31-yard reception that led to a field goal for the Buffalo Bills. 10-0 is the score then.
1: More defense here. Tip pass by A.J. Klein. Micah Hyde ready to catch the high fastball for his second interception in his many games. Leads to this field goal by Tyler Bass and it's 16-0 at the half.
0: And we move on to the fourth quarter where Josh Allen will link up with Dawson Knox once again for a one yard touchdown, 26 to nothing. Jump in the stands, Dawson.
1: And then just putting a capper on it, Zach Moss down in the red zone, rumbles in from four yards out, and it's 33 nothing Bills at this point, finishes 40 nothing as we know. Five takeaways by the defense. They had Davis Mills. Seeing ghosts, to quote a phrase that you were using in the pregame. During hey, Bill's that's field what pass. I
0: was asking for the Bills defense. I said, I want to uh, put the hurt, put the pressure on the Houston Texans to the point where Davis Mills is seeing ghosts. He was, he completed uh, 52% of his passes. They did convert just one third down. It was their second straight game where they were one for nine yeah. on third down. So, uh, wonderful game by the Buffalo Bills defense. Also awesome to see uh, some Guys get some love, like Jaquan Johnson Yeah, the interception. a lot of
1: reserve players got some time in this game. Mitchell Trubisky comes in for the second week in a row, gets a touchdown run, uh, driving the team down into the red zone down there on a bootleg play. And the and the run game kind of came together today. A lot of 12 personnel from Brian Dable, a lot of two tight end sets. They wanted to run out of that. It seemed like a, a, em- a point of emphasis with respect to the game plan. At the end of the day, just under 200 yards rushing. 199, 40 carries for an average of five point five yards per carry. Motor leading the way, averaging 5.6.
0: We're looking at a balanced team right now who can – find their way to the end zone with their passing game and with their rushing game, which is all good signs pointing towards this week five game against the Kansas City Chiefs. But let's get to our players. Let's hear from some of our defensive guys. Micah Hyde in the locker room with his thoughts after the game.
1: Reacts. I mean, obviously it's one thing to get it, to feel great. But that response you get from your teammates, what's that like for you?
0: I mean, you know, it's everything. You, uh, you go out and uh, work weekend, week out with the guys, uh, you know, blood, sweat, and tears out there on the practice field. And uh, for them to be so happy for me when I uh, make a play, it's just it's so I put in a lot of work and, uh, you know, the guys are uh, starting to respect me. was
2: it Trey who came in there and gave you the ball? Yeah.
0: Well, uh, what he did? yeah. Uh, nah, he just uh, wanted to give me my first ball uh, for my first interception. He, he told me to keep it, and he told me good play.
2: So one of the guys out there, too, was, was Jordan. What was he like this week as you were preparing to the start?
0: I mean, Jordan Poyer, man, uh, hats off to him. You know, he took me under his wing all offseason season. Uh, this this entire week, uh, he's been nothing but helpful, uh, helping me with techs, uh going over the the offense, and uh, he's just been a tremendous help, like a coach. So, uh, you know, I love Poe for that.
3: My God, Why can't the defense score touchdowns?
4: <laughs> Damn! If that's the question you're asking me, then we must be pretty—we must be pretty good. Uh, nah, you know we're we're trying. We're trying. We uh, we do it in practice. We set up the wall in practice. And we're able to get it in the in the end zone, and you know we're just going to continue to work work on that.
3: Your thoughts
5: on? They come the in bunches. So
4: they come in bunches, and and we know that. Just uh, keep attacking the football. I um, mean, you know, obviously the tips and overthrows are, are you know, obviously um, awesome to have. But, but I think that you know somebody like Cam, um, in his in his turnover, the way he just punched the ball out, you know, he it just took it from the guy. So you know, you got to give uh, got to give Cam credit in that situation. But anytime you can get those and, and uh, tips and overthrows, and, and they come in bunches. Michael, what is it
0: like to see you know? when, Jordan goes down and Taryn goes down, and then you have guys like Jaquan and Cam stepping up and making these big plays. Just seeing them be able to step in and you know so seamlessly.
4: Um, you know, Quan, Quan uh, since day one um, coming into this organization has worked his ass off. Um, n- there was no doubt in my mind that he wasn't he was gonna go out there and, and ball out. Um, same thing for Cam. You know, Cam we call him uh, we call him Buffalo Cam. Uh, we say he's from here. Uh, just you know, he he's been working his ass off too. And you know, our, our, our safety coach joked around the other day talking about we have a farm system um, here. Kind of feels like college, you know. You got the you got the seniors and you got the guys underneath us that are just working and and they're you know can't wait for their opportunities. And you know, today was one of them, but. Can't say enough about Quan and Cam. Um, that these guys are the are, are you know the Buffalo Bills through and through. They put their head down and work, and, and come out when it's your opportunity and ball out.
6: Mike, it's hard enough to stop teams in this league. You have two shutouts in four games. Are our shutouts goals. Is there a point during a game where you're thinking we're there? I mean. To shut a team out is
5: pretty
3: rare, and you guys have done it two out of four games.
4: Since I started playing football, tackle football back in seventh grade, um, you always you always take pride in the goose eggs. You you for sure do. Um, it's hard to do. You gotta you gotta cherish those. But at the end of the day, um, next week's another week, and and you know we're gonna forget all about this this goose egg. Micah, this
2: might be a little bit of a
7: deep cut, but I think it was you a couple of years ago who said confidence is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. I remember exactly. I did say the, that. Yeah, <laughs> remember. So how much confidence? Do you guys
4: have as a unit right now? You know, we've been around each other for a long time. Uh, you know, some of us five years, some of us four. You know, we we're all brothers out there, man. We we like to we like to hang out, um, enjoy each other's company, and and uh, whether that's in the complex or or away. You know, we just enjoy each other, and and I think it starts with love of this football team. Like you know, it may sound a little cheesy, but you know, we all love each other, man. We want to see each other succeed, and and I think we have a team like that, and especially a defense like that. You know, we're gonna go out there. We're gonna play for each other. You know, you don't want to let your teammates down, and and I think that that's where it's uh, that's where it's coming from. We've got a lot of confidence right now, like you say, and and you know, we're gonna continue to try to take the ball away.
2: It seemed like you had it after the opening loss to Pittsburgh, too, when you said don't panic, and when you left that that podium there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, did you envision this? Did you know this defense had this level of performance and consistency?
4: Oh, you know, we uh, we work our ass off every single day. You know, we got we got a D line that can get after the quarterback. We got linebackers that can play sideline to sideline. We got DBs that can cover and tackle and, and make plays in the football. So we know what we have. Uh, we just got to go out there and execute each and every game. And you know, week one wasn't ideal for us, and and that's why you know as we're getting off the stand, we joke around and say, don't panic. Just because you know there's no there's never any panic from us. You know, win, lose, draw, it doesn't matter. We're gonna go back. You know, we're gonna. Some we may go back right now, get in the hot tub, cold tub, do whatever you gotta do, and then watch the film, correct it, come back in, you know, tomorrow and, and we're back to work. You know, it's to be a player in this league, you gotta have a you gotta have a, you know, um, short memory and, and that's what we have.
3: All
0: right, that is Micah Hyde and Jaquan Johnson. Good to see both of them get involved in the action. A lot of our younger players also, Biggie. Basham picking up his first NFL sack and his first career start in the NFL. Uh, Spencer Brown was out there for his first start in the NFL. What did you think of him and how the offense uh, was able to put 40 on the board? It's their second time in franchise history. They've scored at least 40 points in back-to-back games. And I know if they would have scored in the red zone more, they were – three for seven in the red zone, so if, if you would have seen them score just a couple more times, this this would have been a very lopsided score yeah. with the time possession that they had.
1: Yeah, they stubbed their toe in the first half a little bit with some of their execution. They were a little loose with the football down in the red zone in the first half, and that's why they only led 16-0 at the half. They had to settle for some short uh, Tyler Bass field goals. The offensive line did undergo some changes as we had anticipated. We knew Ike Butker was going to start for John Feliciano, but There was also a change on the right side. Cody Ford sent to the bench after having a tough time last week with Deron Payne in one-on-one situations. And this team doesn't fool around. You underperform, you're off the field. And they'll put somebody else in if they think they can be better. Darrell Williams kicks inside to right guard. Spencer Brown, the rookie, gets his first NFL start at right tackle. And I thought as far as the run game was concerned, it was pretty good. Pass protection was okay for the most part. Um, but they had a couple of hiccups along the way, and I think that's to be expected. you got got 360% of your offensive line is new. This is the week to do it. Get it up to speed now against an inferior opponent so next week when you take a major step up in class, uh, you're a little bit more ready if that's the direction you want to continue yeah. to go.
0: We saw Deanne Dawkins come out for just a play, and there was even more shifting on the offensive line for that one play that Dan Dawkins was on the sidelines. But let's get to the quarterback and his friend Dawson Knox, who he – through to twice in the end zone for two touchdowns. Let's hear from them after the big one.
7: Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's huge uh, for defense to to bow up like that and really, you know, I'm hoping field goal. Like, let's hold them to a field goal. Um, and then, obviously, they go for them fourth down, and Jerry Hughes makes a great play. Uh, we get back on the field and we went three and out. So, uh, we, we know we didn't play good enough, but, um, you know, got into a groove later, later in that quarter and early throughout the game, but still, too many, too many balls on the ground, too many ways the ball was in harm's way. So there's a lot of things to clean up, um, but this was a good win.
3: Dawson Emmanuel said that the last two or three weeks it's just looked like it's clicked for you. So what has gone so right for you the last couple weeks?
5: Um, I mean, it's just trying to get better every day, whether it's you know catching, run blocking, pass protection. Um, you know, I don't think a whole lot has changed, but. Just kind of sacking good days on good days, like in practice. Um, you know, treating every day like it's a game. You know, just getting mentally prepared, getting in the weight room. I mean, just the little things you do start to add up. Um,
7: but uh, little things I'll, that you do right start to add up. And this guy does everything right throughout the week, and it's, it's awesome thanks. to play with him.
5: Oh, thank you. <laughs> we need some more prom picks. Um, I mean, it's great. Um, I always like playing with the chip on my shoulder Um, ever since I was a walk-on in college. um, Just never being satisfied with my game is always a big thing, just kind of having that mindset of, you know, you're never content with where you're at. Um, But uh, when I got a guy like him, you know, throwing to me and then the O-line doing a great job up front, giving him time, I mean, I think our confidence as an offense is just going to keep getting better.
3: What are some examples of what he does right? You mentioned, you know, so what what would you –
7: I mean, the way, like you said, he was a walk-on and wasn't at tight end, right? It was that quarterback.
3: At first. At first.
5: Yeah, so this
7: guy's been playing tight end for maybe four or five years, and it's, it's just not not a natural thing to go from quarterback to tight end. It takes some time, but um, you see the progression, how he's stressed the process. He does everything right, whether it be blocking, whether it be pass catching, whether it be running routes. Um, he just finds ways to get open. Um, you know, I've got I got supreme trust in this guy right here, and he, he's only going to continue to get better.
2: So I'm back to the uh, off season and the, the, like the list of needs for the Bills. Playmaking tight end was one of them. I'm just wondering when you, when you, when you say you play with a chip on your shoulder, does that have anything to do with
5: it? Um, I mean, I think it's just it comes down to controlling what you can control. Um, there's always going to be a lot of noise outside, you know, talking about trades for certain players, acquiring different, you know, free agents, but. We gotta focus on us, you know. I gotta focus on myself. I gotta get better every day. If as soon as I start worrying about, you know, what people are saying about the tight end position or about the offense, that's a second you start to kind of slip and lose focus on where you want to be. So uh, we talk about ignoring the noise a lot, um, and I think
7: that's been a big thing for
5: me.
3: Josh Dawson been balling out, man. You're getting more and more confidence in him because I see you starting to look for him more.
7: Absolutely. Uh, and again, it's just a guy that does the right things and. Um, you can't not trust him because he works so hard. Um, and, again, he continues to make plays for this team. And, again, like I said, whether it be passing or run blocking, and I think that's something that uh, people really don't realize about his run block and how, how much um, better of a run blocker he's been this year. And, you know, he, he's really put in the time. That's a, a focus that tight ends need to be able to do, and uh, we got one of the best in the league that can do it.
2: You didn't know who you were playing last week next, and you now look ahead to facing the Chiefs.
7: In a reimagine the championship I mean yeah um, it's no surprise that I think you guys are gonna make a, a big deal out of it but again it's it's one it's one game um, it's the best ga- it's the biggest game that we got because it's the next game um, you know but we won't turn our attention towards them really till tomorrow got to get in watch the film from this one learn what we need to learn from from our tape um, and then turn our attention towards them
2: what have you learned about this team through the first month of the season? Now you got four games
7: behind you. I mean, I think resiliency is uh, one of the words that comes to my mind when I think about it. You know, it didn't start off the season how we'd like to. didn't start off today uh, play one how we'd like to. Um, but it's, you know, Coach McDermott, like I said, does a great job of teaching situational football in complementary football. And I think uh, that's one thing we're, we're doing a really good job of right now is uh, feeding off of each other on both sides and really on all, all on three phases uh, of the football. So, uh, again, we got to continue to find ways to get better. Uh, like I said, too many balls in the ground, too many balls in, in harm's way today through the air. Um, some Sometimes the defense is going to make plays. We understand that, but try to limit those opportunities as much as possible.
2: That means, uh, Josh, what does it mean that you run the offense to know that, that this defense is playing overall?
7: At the level that... I mean, it gives us a lot of confidence for sure that we can go out there and uh, not try to force force plays down the field, understand that, um, you know, we, we want to be us. And that's continue to move the chains on third down, uh, try to skip third downs most importantly. But if we don't, we, at least we're trying to end every drive in a kick and understand that our, our defense is going to have our back. Um, but we got to be there for them as well. So, uh you know they're they're playing lights out right now. I know two shutouts in the last three weeks. That's that doesn't really happen in the NFL too often. So um, you know we appreciate those guys. They're playing extremely well. Uh, Coach Frazier and Coach McDermott are, are getting them fired up and, and you know putting together good game plans.
3: Awesome. Uh, first half, their defense actually played pretty well. They held you to a touchdown. They were tough in the red zone. You think as the game went on, though, starting the second half, did it feel like you were starting to wear them down as that game progressed? Um,
5: I mean, I think it's just all about executing, um, just the simple stuff. Uh, you know, we kind of got a feel for what they were doing and Dave's had some awesome adjustments at halftime and just continuing to do the little things, right. One play at a time. And, um, you know, obviously I, I think we were able to put a lot of points up, whether it was wearing them down or whether it was, you know, us just executing a little better, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what we did right on the film tomorrow, and we'll just kind of use those things to keep getting better.
0: Josh, Josh in this nice summer, you guy. talked about how you worked with a vision specialist. And um, now that we're four games in, just how much do you feel the benefits of that, I guess?
5: Um, yeah, so Ryan Harrison out in Southern California, shout out. Um, he was, it was awesome. I got with him several times when I was out there. I uh, was able to throw with Josh a few times out there. I think you actually saw him at. But- point yeah but he's uh he's really cool with what he does um but I think it's just it just comes down to confidence and just being disciplined with my eyes and you know a lot of times last year there were a few balls that I thought were easy I'd start looking upfield and just um have some bad drops but um as soon as you start thinking about trying not to drop the ball that's when you you know start having drops so I think it's just you know just that consistency and practice getting his trust and just um like I said earlier, just stacking those good practices, stacking those good games, will just keep getting our confidence up. Josh
7: Spencer had his first start today. How did you think he handled it, and how did you think he played? And I think he handled it like a pro. Um, he's a guy, like I said, like going back to last week, even in preseason, a guy that just pops off the tape. Like effort, his attitude, uh, he's everything that you want in alignment. lineman. So um, I'm extremely glad that we drafted him, uh, and we're able to kind of get him into the game plan now and get him going. Um, because he is, I mean, he's a special player, and uh, I got a lot of faith in him. Um, I got a lot of faith in really all of our guys right now. They they continue to show up and do their job. Continue to learn throughout the week, um, but yeah, he, he's going to be a good player for a very long time. Josh, the team finished with 199
1: yards on the ground. With the weather the way it was, how important was it to be able to run the ball today?
7: Uh, very important. Uh, weather, I mean, you can let it affect you. Um, If you think about it too much, you know, we we still wanted to throw the ball and do what we needed to do. But when the, when teams get one dimensional and just start running the ball, especially when the weather and teams force you to throw the ball, you got to be able to throw it. But you know, you look at some of the runs that we had with Zach and motor, um, bouncing off tackles, uh, putting their, putting their nose down and just going and getting yards. And they did a great job. Our, our line did a great job of opening some holes for them. Um, but those guys ran it extremely hard. I think they had 60 and 70, um, uh you know each so uh, that's that's good to see when you got balance and the guys that can go out there and just uh like I said go get yards for you Josh for you how have, you seen, for, uh, for you, how have you seen Tyler Bass grow from last season to this season? Uh, I mean this uh, he's he's such a confident kid I I love that we have him he is a he's just a baller um and most specialists in this league uh they're you know they've been kickers for a very long time, and they just have their routine. Tyler is a football player, and it is so awesome. It's so uh, so refreshing to see him care so much about it, get so juiced for you know kicking kicking the ball. Uh, but he takes it so seriously, and really all of our specialists, all three guys, um, you know Matt Reed and and, and him, they, they do such a good job together. They spend a lot of time together, um, you know, working and perfecting their craft. It's awesome. Thank you. Guys.
5: All right. Thank you. The quarterback press conference is brought to you by Lombardo Funeral Home, proud sponsor of the Buffalo Bills.
0: All right, Josh Allen finishing off his press conference with a nice note about Tyler Bass. He hit a lot of field goals, I mean, from range that you should be making them, but it was raining during the game, and he's still a a young kicker in the NFL, but he is solid all the time. He becomes the sixth NFL player since 1950 to record at least 175 points in his first 20 regular season games. After the day he had today, he is just... You, you can count on that guy, and it's important to have uh, as a part of your team and as a part of your offense. I mean, when we look at this game, we're getting into to some of these tidbits and stats that uh, you don't see in maybe every single game in the NFL. I mean, a, another shutout victory. Stefan Diggs finally has his 100 receiving yard day for the first time this season, and and with that uh the amount of catches that he had. He's over 150 since joining the Bills, uh, which is a new record for most catches in the first 20 games with a new team. So each game we we see some new records uh, being tied or being broken for this team in just four games to start this season. So, Is there one that's at the top of your head for um, one that stands out the most, whether it's stats or records for either side?
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, it's always about the collective. That's what Coach McDermott talks about all the time. And I think through the first four weeks to now be in a position where you're giving up an average of 11 points per game, I mean, that's anemic. It's an anemic number. And I know they really have not played a very good quarterback yet, and that's going to change effective next week when they play Patrick Mahomes followed by Ryan Tannehill two quarterbacks that I think most people would put in the top half of the league and some people would put Mahomes right at the top of the list so it is going to change and change quickly but I think it's that number and then the fact that even the the players that had to fill in today stepped up I mean Cam Lewis starts at nickel getting called up from the practice squad has a forced fumble a couple of pass breakups you have Shaquan Johnson coming in for Jordan Poirier as an interception in the game. The young guys that had to step up stepped up today in a game that you probably could have walked over that team if they had a poor day. They, they stepped up to the challenge and made an impact on the game today. I thought that was big.
0: Yeah, it's next man up and no big deal for that next man up because they were just as impactful in that game as the starters for the Bills. Well, Sean McDermott is available right now to our media, so let's tap into what they're asking coach after the win.
6: Okay, we'll go ahead and uh, open it up to your questions. Uh, Always good to win. Always good to win. Uh, No, it was a great defensive performance Um, and just an overall good team win. Uh, It was tough sledding. Give them credit early on. Coach Cully's off to a good start there. Um, You know, I thought we left some plays out and some points out there on the field, in particular in the first half and. Again, adjustments at, at halftime, I thought were on point and being able to double dip a little bit there uh, coming out after half.
1: And Spencer Ron, Ryan Milano.
6: Uh, none at this point, Josh.
1: Spencer Brown with his first start today, what went into that decision and how did you think that he played?
6: Yeah, just, um, just overall, just trying to improve our football team. Um, so, um, again, as I've said before, a line play is hard to grade by the naked eye until you can watch the film, but um, I did like the way we ran the football today.
5: How did Cody respond?
6: Yeah, he's been a true pro all the way, and we still believe in Cody. Let's uh, let's make sure that uh, we're, I'm clear on that, and, and we're clear. Uh, Cody Ford's still a good football player.
3: Coach, you got guys Vining in the process. you three and one headed into Kansas City, Kansas City next week. Yeah, right. you yeah, had that a that's, question. That's my question. Headed into Kansas City next week
6: about about Kansas City. Yeah. Um, Give me, you're going to have to give me more something to answer there just because a, I'm not really uh, sure what you're asking. You
3: gonna, uh, the AFC championship game last year we lost. Yeah. Headed back is uh, more determination for we'll rematch to beat them or just going in as a regular, this is a game, let's go in and let's
6: do what we do. Yeah, um, uh, respectfully, I just you know we've got a lot of respect for them. Uh, Andy Reid always has his team ready to go. And um, you know I'll, I'll know more a little bit once I get a chance to get into them after, after tonight. Um, but they're a good football team, and I know Andy's done a great job, Hall of Fame coach here.
3: Yeah, Sean uh, Jaquan Johnson. Clearly, I mean, he's been in your system, so it's not like this is a new guy. Right. But just the way he stepped in and played today found the ball. It's pretty
6: positive signs moving forward for him. Yeah, Yeah, um, you know, year three for, for Quan and uh, normally a special teams player for us and love his unselfish nature. Um, and then now when his number was called, he, he was ready to go. And, and uh, Bobby Babbage does a great job with our safeties. And so that was, it was fun to watch guys, uh, Cam Lewis at Nickel and um, some other guys that stepped up today to fill in for us and, and I thought did a great job.
3: What have you seen
0: from
6: uh, Tremaine Edmonds today? What have you seen from yeah, that was a big play for us. You know, it was tough sledding early there, field position-wise, to say the least. And uh, um, to make that play on that third down was, was big for us, big momentum shift.
1: Sean, you
0: talk about, you know, next man up when guys go down. Kind of going off the way, you're talking about Jaquan Johnson and Cam Lewis, just how big is that to see that seamless transition, not only that they can step up, but the fact that they came in and made big plays today.
6: Yeah, that's huge. Um, you know, I thought, like I've said before, and you guys have written about the depth that we have on our football team is important. Um, give the coaches credit. They uh, they had the players ready to go and give the players credit. Um, those guys had themselves ready to go, and I would throw Ike Butker in there as well, um, filling in for, for John there. So um, that's what you've got to be able to do. It's it's it, This is life in the NFL. It ebbs and flows, and... Um, I mean, you know, you look at the scoreboard at the end of this game and it looks like it was that way the whole way. It wasn't. Um, and so we've got some work to do.
7: Sean, Mike has you know,
6: turnovers come in bunches, but it's not like it's luck. I mean, what are the things you guys have been doing maybe more aggressively and it's resulted in, I mean, five today and really taking yeah. the ball away? I think it goes back to fundamentals really, Mike, with – with uh, that's that's really where it starts, fundamentals, being being strong fundamentally – and that's a week-to-week thing also. Um, you, you get what you emphasize, that, and then that leads to um, some of the takeaways that we've gotten. And Coach Frazier and the defensive staff really emphasize that every week.
2: You mentioned during the week that uh, Ed has maybe not, it's not always gone the way that he, he would want it to, that maybe you guys would want it to. How did you see him respond to that? I mean, he seemed to make some impactful plays, particularly in the first half of yeah. the backfield. Did you like the way that he responded?
6: I did. Yeah, um, the offensive or the defensive line as a whole, I thought came out. I um, mean, it really it started back in the week of practice. The way they approached practice, um, focused, um, you know, kind of that workmanlike attitude, and and so that was good to see, uh, in particular after the week before. So.
4: Star with a couple of sacks. Now, when he's getting after the quarterback, how much more dangerous does that make your pass rush there?
6: Yeah, Star. Um, it's been it's been great to have him back this year. Um, he's been a great addition. Um, you know, uh, fun to watch him have fun. Fun to watch him enjoy this game. And uh, he's a pretty reserved guy. And. Um, uh, but it's fun to see him get fired up the way he was fired up today. Hey, Sean,
3: when you walked off the field at halftime, did you feel like you'd left some out there in the Absolutely. first
6: half of red Yeah, zone yeah. yeah I mean, I think in the first half um, we were, what, 0 for 3 in the red zone. Um, and so uh, that's why I say you go back to the drawing board and, and um, improve what we got to improve.
4: Was there any theme to that that you noticed?
6: Any theme in oh, the red like zone? Just
4: like the 0 to th- Well, give them
6: credit. I mean, they were they were playing hard. Um, You know, Coach Smith over there, Lovey Smith, does a great job with the defense, and uh, you know, give them credit. But we we've got to go back and look at why we weren't converting in those situations. Even I think third downs in the first half. You know, one for seven, um, not good enough. So a lot to work on for for our overall for our whole football team. Ed
3: said that Leslie tells the defensive guys protect your reputation. Do they want to be considered the best defense in the league? Because they're going to be ranked number one after this.
6: Yeah. Next question, Jerry. Good try. <laughs> That's, why That's why I love you, Jerry. I do, man. <laughs> well, we, we, gotta, we, we got work to do. Let's just It's, it's, it's week four, and uh, we come out of the first quarter of the season three and one. Um, so it's how you improve every week. You know that. We You've been around.
1: Where they rank? I mean, it, it was the or don't, first ra- time.
6: Rankings not. don't matter
3: follow-up on that Uh, 35 nothing after the Dolphins game you had some offensive players who expressed some disappointment Uh, again messaging here is after a 40 nothing win still a lot to work on so this seems to be messaging that is within this building very concerted effort to maintain some sort of a focus can you get into The significance or the importance that you're putting on that, with all the expectations and everything that you're dealing with, and that you seem to have embraced.
6: I mean, Tim, I don't really think it changes. It's uh, it's one win. Uh, Certainly great to win, and it's hard to win in this league. So, um, you know, our guys are going to enjoy this for the next 24 hours, and then we're on to Kansas City. Um, I'm going back myself over here to watch some film, and, and then I'll be on to Kansas City. And it's really about the consistency you know you've got to keep growing that growth mindset um, every week or else this this league comes in and bites you fast and and so um, you got to go into every week detaching from the week before and, and really respecting the process
1: you
3: needed an answer at the slot cornerback spot with Taron not not there it's the second time that you've gone
1: to Cam Lewis I mean how much confidence I mean you said you had confidence in him but what has he done over the last three years to give you that confidence? Because he comes out and he has a big game today.
6: Yeah. Um, you know, just really his overall approach to, to his job. I mean, he's a, he's a professional. Um, Jimmy Salgado does a great job of getting him ready to go. And um, so, you know, whether it's Cam or uh, the other guys, as I said before, that stepped up today, um, they were ready to go. And that's... That's you know you have to have that um, because it's you never you're never or most likely not going to go into games especially as the season ebbs and flows with everyone healthy so um, you know we count on guys like that.
2: Sure, you talk about growth mindset and uh, results on the field. Dawson Knox, your thoughts? Yeah, on the yeah. Side.
6: Just it's it's been it's been great to watch him. Um, uh, mentally tough, um, able to reset. Uh, which is which is key. It's it's a tool in his toolbox, and I think he's playing very confident football. Um, and uh, that goes back to his work in the off season, his work with Josh during training camp. Um, and he's again not just in the pass game, but in the run game. Now he's he's really worked on his game.
1: Sean finished with almost 200 yards on the ground. Um, what did you see from Moss and Singletary? They looked to be running pretty hard.
6: Yeah, they were. Um, in particular, that last drive when we put i think we had uh, uh, ryan bates in there we had tommy doyle in there spencer um cody was in there um left guard was was it ike at that point still um, um so we got everybody in it was great to see us um and i know those guys love that i mean that was a that was a nice drive fun drive to watch um it goes back to you know how you practice right and what Bobby Johnson's doing with that offensive line and and uh, we got to continue to do that you got to win the line of scrimmage every week if you want to have a chance to win the game so.
1: yeah. how important is that to knowing in your back pocket that you guys can throw the ball and that's great and all but if you guys want to line up and kind of punch defense in the mouth you guys can do that yeah too.
6: two-dimensional yeah you want to have a, you want to be a, have the ability to be a two-dimensional offense
2: John, yeah. to see the uh, joy on Trey White's face and, and in his, his reactions when Jaquan gets that interception, is that about as good as it gets for a coach in that moment? Yeah.
6: Um, it's fun to watch uh, the guys. It's fun for me at least to watch the guys who were out of the game um, pull for the guys. Even Josh when Mitch scored uh, on the naked there late in the game. Uh, you know, th- those guys work their tails off. Even our scout team guys, the practice squad guys—they're um, all a part of it. You don't see them out there, but they're all a part of, the, of these wins. And um, I think that's what what makes up a true team. And and so we're not where we are without those guys. Um, and so it's it's fun that they can enjoy a moment out there as well. And then um, I think that's that's the other thing with some of these young guys that are getting some time that have not been starters. You know they've been going through that process of day in and day out day in and day out just doing their job trying to improve trying to get better embracing that growth mindset and then their numbers called maybe second year in in this case for Quan third year in and uh, and they're able to to to, uh, see the fruits of their labor so to speak.
1: What's your assessment of this team as
7: a whole and what they've proven so far now a month into the season?
6: Yeah we're three and one. Um, You know I think we continue to grow every week and You know part of that's my job identifying how and where we need to improve and trying to move this team forward on a weekly basis Um, And we got a tough road game coming here with Kansas City.
4: Sean earlier Josh said about Tyler Bass that basically he's not like just a kicker. He's a football player How impressive is it just to watch him compete up there you see him come out of that the locker room, Tyler Bass, I'm yeah. referring to, yeah. comes out of the locker room, he's feeling the energy from the crowd. Just How impressive is it to, to watch him compete out
6: there as, as your uh, special teams ace? Yeah, I, he's uh, been extremely consistent. And uh, that that team, kind of within the team of Reed and Matt and then Tyler, uh, I don't take that for granted. Their relationship, what they do for our football team, that kind of goes under the radar in a win like this. But those field goals are important. Um, I love I love his his moxie his swagger, doesn't always come uh, in the way of kickers. But I know the rest of the team uh, appreciates that. Same with Matt. I mean, Matt's got a Matt's got an edge to him as well, which uh, I think is good.
3: Right into the fall, is this game a good teaching experience for playing in less than perfect weather conditions?
6: You said heading in. I'm sorry. Right into the fall, fall yeah. So
3: this,
2: this, this game, is type of weather. Yeah
6: players yeah, we talked about it. I mean we felt like um, early in the week we had a pretty good beat on the weather or what it could be um, and so the guys get mad when we when I make them practice with uh, a wet football and practice when it's really sunny outside um, so um, sometimes it pays off sometimes it doesn't, I guess but um yeah, you've got to be able to play in this weather We, you guys all know where we live here in Buffalo So you got to be weatherproof that way
3: Johnson, yeah. oh, uh, For the record question on the review there. It ended up not mattering because yeah. you scored the touchdown But because it was I think of interest and people were wondering at home the electricity was out It seemed as though and I don't know if the but
6: there was only one angle What we had uh, what I was told was we had New York um With everything that they needed Um, that's what I was told so um, but I just felt where we were I didn't have a great angle on it um, but I felt like where we were in the game I was pretty comfortable using it either way using that if we if we burn a timeout there we burn a timeout so. so it
3: wasn't a situation where they were limited bad timing because of the situation in the stadium they had, well, they had we didn't deploy. have anything. In there was house. only one angle it, on the TV, went,
6: and it went to New York. So I don't. Other than that, um, that's all I knew at the okay. time, Tim. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate mm-hmm. it.
5: Sean McDermott's press conference is brought to you by Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York, the official health plan of the Buffalo Bills.
0: All right, so the Bills are 3-1 and one through four weeks of play. Week 5, they are heading to Kansas City for a primetime Sunday night football game against the Chiefs. And in our pregame show, we kind of ID'd a couple things that we wanted to see to make us feel good about playing against the team that knocked us out of the playoffs. The AFC championship loss that Bills suffered to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mine was about the defensive line. Yours was about the offense. Do you feel good about what we saw in this team moving forward to week five? Yeah, did, I mean, I'm encouraged. Did all the boxes get checked for you? Yeah,
1: I'm encouraged. Um, you know, I still think, as Coach mentioned in his postgame comments there, they kind of hit a little bit of a lull in the red zone in the first half. You do that against the Chiefs, yeah. you're going to be behind by 14 or 21 points. And people might say, ah, oh, the Chiefs, they're 1-2 and two now. Well, they even their record today at 2-2. Two and two. They beat an Eagles team on the road 42-30. to 30. And Tyreek Hill after the game in his postgame interview said, tell everybody the Chiefs and the Cheetah are back. He had 11 catches for 186 yards and three touchdowns, and they ran for 200 yards on the ground as well. They're not going anywhere. They're still going to be the big bad bully that the Bills have to beat if they want to prove they are the preeminent team in this conference. And it's going to just only add to the stakes next Sunday night.
0: Yeah, I am really impressed by what the defense did today. We've been impressed all season by what the defense has done to begin the 2021 season. I mean, not every day do you just allow a hundred and nine total yards to a team, limit them to six first downs. Uh, So we'll see if this defensive line can do what we wanted them to do in terms of pass rush against Patrick Mahomes. That's why they invested in the pass rush in the offseason. This offense needs to get to work a little bit more in the red zone because it's going to be every opportunity you get to score, you've got to score against a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. And you
1: have to hope that Matt Milano is healthy for next week. They absolutely need him in the lineup. Left the game early today with a little bit of a hamstring strain. Coach McDermott did not have an update on his status. Hopefully it's a minor thing, and they were already up in the game and said, hey, let's just shut you down for this week so we know we have you next week. Yeah. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, toes crossed, cross all your fingers at home, they need Matt Milano yeah. to beat the Chiefs next
0: Taryn week. Johnson was also out for this game, Jordan Poyer as well as John Feliciano, so hopefully those three guys are back too with a nice long week of rest before they face the Chiefs in week 5. That's going to do it for us Uh, but if you want more highlights more breakdown of this game and want to hear from some more players, tune in to Bills tonight on MSG at 1130 with Chris Brown and myself. We will be breaking it all down but thanks for coming to hang out with us tonight we will be back next week for some more football. For Chris Brown, I'm Maddie Glab. You guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening.